0: Greetings, fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The campaign is Spawn of Azefoth, it was written by Doc Herber, and our game master is John Hook. This is episode four. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as the character Professor Frederick Wong. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan.
1: 11 Doran Street, Providence, Rhode Island, May 5th, 1927. My dear Jennifer, sorry for not writing you sooner, but I thought it best to wait for things to settle down a bit first. I hope you received my telegram and are not surprised by my delay returning home. It seems that the unfortunate situation with poor Philip Baxter is far stranger than we had first thought. The portion of the will that concerned me is not clear-cut. I need to remain in Providence for some time until my associates and I can resolve this. Ah, well, seems like I am stalling, but that is for good reason. Uh, It's not easy for me to admit that I've got caught up in what seemed at first a trivial matter of dreams. You know best of all that I am a man of science. The world is a place of natural phenomena for which, with enough dedication, science can find suitable explanations. Yet, here I am, investigating the meaning of dreams. Baxter has tasked me, along with uh, Myron Dexter, a banker, a Brown University professor named Zebedee Cordova, uh, Cornelius Cuspert, who you will most certainly recall from social events we've attended over the years, and you'll be pleased to hear that he is in excellent health, and Herbert Buns, Yes, that Herbert Buns, For whatever reason, I can't help but run into the man. He's calling himself Dr. Zeno Saladin now. Can you believe that? An outlandish name and the audacity of the title, of Doctor. What <laughs> I digress. Zebedee Cornelius and I went and visited Baxter's home which now belongs to his housekeeper Angela to search for more information about Baxter's dreaming and a sleep medicine his brother Julian had him taking. Also, we noticed some secretive behavior from a professor named Silas Patterson who was looking through Baxter's office during a gathering at the house after the funeral. Of course, we engaged in some odd behavior ourselves after seeing him pay a visit to a funeral home, but that is a story best safer when I can talk to you in person. Angela has been very hospitable and served us with incredible biscuits and jam. She is terribly lonely, though, and if you do decide to come to Providence, we'll have to stop in and pay her a visit. Zebedee and Cornelius found some interesting papers in the study, some research into cannibalistic practices throughout the world by the mysterious Silas himself and a few letters from Baxter's, Baxter's children. I found some of Baxter's journals and reading materials. He was reading some rather bizarre poetry by an obscure author named Edward Pickman Derby, Perhaps your book club circles may know of him since Arkham is known for its odd taste. Baxter's journals on the other hand have shed some interesting light on this whole affair. The night of his death, he mixed his own version of the sleep medication his brother was providing him. There is also the troubling matter of some unknown financiers of the Tuesday Night Academy's observatory in Montana. We are waiting to hear back from, some Brown, from a Brown University chemistry professor on a bottle of the medicine obtained by Myron and Zeno from Julian. They also got a book from Julian titled The Book of Ibon that references some peculiar names that the, the, were mentioned in the Derby poems. What on earth could the word Azathoth mean? This little trip of mine has proved far from mundane. I look forward to your, to your reply. Always yours, Freddie. P.S. If anyone from Miskatonic stops by the house, please pass on my most sincere apologies for my extended absence.
2: Fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Long. Uh, So when we last left, you guys were having a uh, intense conversation in that uh, office above the bank and uh, Dr. Zeno was kind of glancing out the window uh, as y'all were having your animated conversation and saw alvin Beswick uh across the street at the uh, funeral parlor uh you know doing something working with the hearse and stuff outside and uh and uh, a cold chill went down dr zeno's spine as um he thinks he sees something or recognizes something horrific uh in in alan Beswick, at least a portion of something horrific Um, so it was getting pretty late on Thursday, May 5th. Um, is it safe to assume that after the uh, conversation and stuff that y'all were having in the, uh, uh, bank that you would have retired maybe for a meal, maybe to sleep? and then reapproach things in the next day or is that a, is that a safe assumption or not
3: i think it's reasonable
2: very reasonable
3: i think we've i think we've set up most of the actions we can for the time being and have okay. much to discuss and go over
4: so you, i'd like you've... to
3: keep the uh, elixir with me but i will allow uh, zeno to take the book with him if he wishes
0: thank you
2: So you guys have uh, quite a few things that you've collected. There is the book. You have um, a sample of the uh, elixir being analyzed by the chemistry department at Brown. Um, A couple of you have reached out to close friends, uh, in particular, the private investigator Bennings and also the reporter Lake uh, to do some kind of ancillary Uh, research Um, does anyone have uh, an agenda that they would like to pursue in earnest on friday may 6th or would you like would you guys like to use friday may 6th as a day of research and we can pretty much move pretty quickly through Friday the 6th, and we can um, have uh, some reading that's done, um, and you guys uh, can uh, analyze any of the things that you've uh, collected uh, from Thursday the 5th, and we can kind of fast forward through that and then begin um, uh, actually doing follow-up on those clues in earnest on Saturday the 6th. But uh, I'm, I'm curious on how y'all want to play this because we could use Friday as a research day if you so desire.
0: Uh, it's what I'm going to be doing mostly is reading this book of Ibon. Okay. And taking uh, notes in the notebook, as yes, I do. I,
5: I would like to see if I could get uh, Myron's help, I think. Uh, Mr. Dexter might be able to assist in finding out if Colin's desire to get $5,000 from his father was uh, indeed transferred, because uh, there was that letter, Colin trying to secure $5,000, that's quite a bit of money, for uh, a boat and getting started with a mysterious friend in the world of uh, uh, deep sea salvage. So, uh if we can find out if that money was transferred out. I don't know if that's possible. That might be, what do you think Myron?
3: Um, well, certainly I have to go into the office for at least in, uh, some part of the day. Um, I generally don't schedule meetings for Thursdays, Fridays but um, there's always you know, papers to sign and so on. Uh, I, uh, I will have to, I you don't know, we'll have to keep, I mean, I think properly speaking that even if baxter banked with us those would that would be confidential information although if we you know had to press the point i'm sure i could get a hold of the records uh the other thing i was thinking john is that um since Emmett stopped working for the judge i'm gonna ring braddock at least from my office and and have a short conversation with him about that
2: um I don't think I'll do this with an idea role. Uh it just occurs to you though, because Braddock was also the executor of the will, that uh he may uh have uh been also a, like a financial advisor for uh Philip. So mm. so that could also play into your yeah, other line be. of thought too. So yeah. That would just occur to you as a banker, I would think. Practical It's a, a givy.
3: And that um Thanks. That reminds me. I uh, I meant to ask. Uh, so, th- the house and a stipend went to the lovely Angela, uh, and then fifty percent went to the Tuesday night academy, and fifty percent to the kids. I don't remember what fifty percent of what his state was worth. Uh,
2: it wasn't detailed. I don't. I don't know if that's uh, pertinent. So it's substantial,
3: but, but it's not. Yeah. Enormous. It's probably. It's not, not
2: Rockefeller. Right. Yeah, Do it's not Rockefeller it's, money, but it it's it's decent.
3: Would it be enough for Colin to start that business now? Probably. Is there thirty thousand in total?
2: Sure. Yeah. Easily. Right.
3: So it was. So it was. It was. Yeah. It, it, it's not. It's not a trivial sum at all. It's substantial.
2: Man, it's right. and it's substantial enough that Emmett's pretty Emmett, not just Colin, but Emmett's pretty pissed that half of it's going to right. those quacks at the uh, Tuesday night uh, academy.
3: Yes, Emmett's, for the good child, his um, temperament is wanting. Uh, So I think that that bank business and legal business is all the agenda that I
1: am aware of right now.
2: Okay. Anybody else?
1: Well, as a uh, astronomer, I would like to try to get in contact with the... um, observatory in montana or at least find some record of getting in contact
2: okay
3: oh and speaking of which cornelius do you, are there does the tuesday club keep some sort of records that you could investigate
5: um i believe yeah they, they are meeting minutes and uh you know some rudimentary records i i I'm not sure if I'd be able to access the more, uh, you know, I'm just a, a more of an entry-level member, but I'm sure they'd keep records of something, especially as large as the Montana Observatory. Silas would certainly know because he's he's been in much longer, but I'm not sure if he'd be approachable, especially from me.
2: Uh, okay, so I think what we'll do then, so it sounds like there's enough that folks want to follow up on uh, in earnest on Friday the 6th, so so we'll open up on Friday the 6th, but we're going to open up um, in the late afternoon uh, after uh, Dr. Zeno. Uh, Dr. Zeno, I need you to first give me a con roll, please.
0: On uh, 95.
2: Okay, Um, so any, uh, of your skills, uh, because of, of, um, of just sleep deprivation and stuff, you stayed up all night and you've been, uh, pouring over this, uh, uh, book. And so you're going to be kind of, uh, lethargic and sleepy, uh, during this day. So you're going to have penalty dice, uh, on both physical and mental skills, um, on, on this day, but um, after, after going through the book of Ibon,
0: it's quite astonishing. I never considered such things. Let me get to my section here Theo bring me some coffee thank you <laughs> Turkish I assume that's good nut now <laughs> uh, okay
2: um, so Dr. Zeno after having a uh, an initial uh, quick read of it, uh, you can gain three Cthulhu Mythos points, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see that uh, that this uh, this is a pretty hefty book as far as uh, the the density of material that's within it. And so um, it would take uh, quite some time to uh, do a thorough uh, read of this, uh, but it's possible that you could do uh, uh, small chunks and, and gain uh, you know some extra information in small chunks. But um, what is it that you were hoping to, to ascertain from this? Anything. Anything. I assumed
0: that it would tell me things about the dreamlands in the process, since it's associated with uh, right dream stuff.
2: Yep. So you do
0: uh, see
2: you you do find a, a section as you were uh, skimming through this that, uh, and again, it's not uh, it's not organized like a, like a proper book right. would be. Um, uh, it runs on and, uh, certain subjects bleed into other subjects. Um, but you did kind of zero in on a section, um, uh, that does have to do with dream, uh, cause it is written in English. And so you do find the word finally, you know, the word itself dream kind of jumps out at you and, uh, and actually, uh, scrawled in the margins, uh, you know, not even part of the proper book itself. So somebody at some other point, writing in the margins, uh, uh, put together a uh, a formula. It looks like it's like a chemistry formula. Um, I'll uh,
0: write it down into my notebook.
2: Okay, so you'll be able to uh, to translate that, and uh, and it looks like it's you know something called a uh, a dream brew. Dream brew.
0: Do I gain anything on my dream lore?
2: Um, I, your your plus three Cthulhu mythos. Um, I'm actually I will let you, uh, divvy that how you'd like those three points. So you can put all of it into dream lore, or you can divide it how you'd like, but it's still just three points.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to put it into dream lore. Okay. You can put all of
2: it into Dreamlore. That's fine. Um, and uh, go ahead and uh, hold on. Let me check something here.
0: There's probably a sanity cost for reading it
2: only after the full depth read uh so not during a skim so you are you're a-okay for now but when you when you do finally do a deep dive in that it will uh it will shatter you no it will uh it will shake you
0: You know never mind the coffee i think i'll probably go to bed get some
2: um Uh, so you are, where is the. Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the name of this. Uh... Oh, here we go. Uh, okay, so um, uh, make a
0: uh, sand roll. Uh, I missed it by two points. going to leave it as a miss Mm, yeah why not i can't get much crazier than i already am
2: (laughs) so you're gonna leave it as a miss
0: i'll miss it yeah
2: okay uh so you uh have the uh formula that you've uh that you've copied down uh but you don't understand it enough yet to actually create it uh so so you have the 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 basic fundamentals of it, but it doesn't make any sense to you yet. Right. Uh, but once you study better and pass a sand roll, you will uh, gain the uh, brew dream drug uh, spell.
0: Do I um? Do I lose any sanity points?
2: No, no, that was just to see if you okay. understood understood the spell. All right, yeah, it's
0: I'm not a chemist.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So uh, you spent almost all night, you know, you were reading up through the night and into the morning. Um, and so the sun is now up and, uh, and you're lethargic. You'll have a penalty die on skills for this day.
0: This is Friday. Yes.
2: This is Friday the 6th.
0: I'll probably take an afternoon nap. Okay. Cause I don't have anything else to do today. And my eyes have gotten very tired from reading. So.
2: Well, if if anybody comes to grab you so that you can be uh, a part of a scene, you'll you'll have penalty dice. Right, of course. All right, because uh, I want to make sure that everyone gets seen today. Um, <laughs> so uh, nice. All right. Um, all right. So. Uh, I know what uh, Myron and Cornelius uh, are going to be following up on. Uh, What is uh, Dr. Long thinking about doing today? Oh, that was going to be the uh, you're going to try and play some calls about the observatory and Zebedee.
4: Uh, Zebedee will most likely just go do bits at work and then assist anyone who needs it. So I'll be there to assist Cornelius or Frederick or whoever
2: okay um and then uh so i'm gonna start with um uh dr long as you are placing phone calls uh you actually receive a phone call uh from your private investigator friend uh bennings and uh so he calls you up uh uh long
1: oh bennings what have you found
2: Hey, yeah. So um, uh, there's not a lot out there. Um, uh, You know, much like you had already indicated, um, Silas Patterson uh, was a professor at Brown Anthropology. He's a published author of Anthropology. Um, And uh, as far as I can tell, he was uh, uh, let go uh, for health reasons, uh, recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I you know, I was able to, uh, f- figure out, uh, that he has us, he's got his, uh, uh, his flat here in Providence, uh, but he also has a, uh, he's, he's rented a small farming property, um, north of town, Uh, but early this morning, he left his house, uh, jumped in his car, and uh, uh, he was heading he, he was heading south. He left town and went south, and I lost sight of him after that. So it looked like he had he had packed a small bag, and uh, and went south okay so if that's it i'll uh you know we'll just uh we'll just consider that one a favor and uh i'll get back to you later
1: all right thanks Benning's.
2: all right simultaneously to uh long getting the uh call from bennings um uh Professor uh, Zebedee, Professor Cordova, uh, you receive a telegram from uh, your reporter friend, Lake. And in that telegram, um, uh, Lake summarizes uh, that uh, research into uh, Alvin Beswick uh, is thin. Um, That uh, Alvin... uh, was uh not a not a rich man came from poverty there's just not a whole lot on him the only thing of note is um is uh i think it was like a couple of years ago no it wasn't that long ago um the only thing of note is that um uh, last year, one year ago, um, a family of a young girl, uh, their daughter unfortunately, had passed away. And um, uh, the family uh, has a uh, uh, a civil uh, suit against uh, Beswick uh, that was uh, it was settled out of court. Uh, but the family, had originally, um, you know, in their grief, they had originally uh, planned a uh, a cremation for their daughter, uh, but apparently they thought better of it, and um, and uh, tried to quickly uh, reach out to Beswick to uh, to change the their their plans and to flip it from a cremation to having an actual uh service with an op- you know with the casket and everything and and a viewing and and the whole nine yards you know the poor girl uh you know had a had a medical condition and it was it was very sad uh but beswick uh beswick uh said that uh apparently he just he he cremated her early you know normally they do it on you know they have a certain schedule for when they do uh, cremations and um i guess he went off schedule went off schedule cremated her early and so they ended up having to have the uh the cremation uh type of ceremony that they had initially um uh, requested instead of their instead of being able to change their mind so the family was uh family was pretty upset by that but really that's the only thing uh that came up on Beswick. he's uh he just is a he's a blank slate and uh there wasn't much to to find that came across very conversational but that was all you get the gist out of the uh, telegram that was written to you
4: that is very um hmm. Uh from that I am going to go find whoever's closest to me. And I don't know where Fred Long is and I don't know where Cuffbert is, but I will go find either of them. To maybe maybe Cuthbert. I'll try locate Cuthbert. I don't know where he is right now.
2: Oh well, um, yeah. You
4: know I- <laughs> Just go into the library. Cuffbert. Keith um, Cliff.
5: I was planning on, uh, as speaking with uh, Myron earlier, um, Myron, you'd mentioned um, uh, checking into some of the records at the uh, Tuesday Night Academy. I, I could maybe go over and do such, uh, search through those to see what might be there. Did you have anything in mind beyond the... Uh, uh, observatory and expenditures.
3: Uh, that's the main thing, although I, I it seems like uh, we might look for more uh, background on this Dimitri fellow.
5: That would be, yeah, he's, he definitely was a member. So uh, I'll see what I can dig uh, up there. And
3: his, and his, since his standing seemed to change a bit after that, unpleasantness, uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything worth following up. Uh, Actually, might be good to have a list of the current membership too, just in general.
5: Yeah, that's a very, very good idea. I'll, I'll see, I'll, I'll dig up uh, uh, Dr. Long because he's making some phone calls. That shouldn't take too long since he's a, a member in good standing. I think between the two of us, we'd have good reason to be there and, and look around a bit.
3: Yeah, I'd also be curious just what the protocol is for replacing Baxter, right? I mean, he's the founder, and so it's never been done before. Who knows if there are, is there a written procedure for that or how that's going to work. But it'd be Do- nice to know who's going to get to spend this money.
5: Exactly. Would Would we as members, uh, would Dr. Long or myself, know know who uh, how that process works, or is that just sort of out of our hands, we're too low on the totem pole?
2: Yeah, there'll be a... Uh... Uh, a new officers meeting to, uh, to elect officers to, so you guys will get a vote, but uh, there are other offer, o- officers or other members who have, uh, who have held other officer roles like treasurer and that kind of thing, you know, Sergeant of arms. And, uh, and so uh, it seems likely that uh, one of those gentlemen will uh, uh, step forward to, to, offer his services as uh, president of the club and so members will have an opportunity to vote soon uh, but it's uh, it's too soon for something like that right now so they'll just be a, a, a void and and uh, Baxter will stay uh, president uh, uh, in memoriam for now.
5: And also from being a, a member for about a year what I know if there's if uh, there would be any good information on members there that would be readily accessible or at least would I know of its existence somewhere or is that just like blindly searching there? I I won't go to the club if it's like, I have no clue of its existence, but if I think it might be there, some information along those lines, I would On the observatory? Uh, Yeah, you between the observatory and information on members such as dimitri
2: uh right uh, yeah you think that um uh there is a uh an office or a like a meeting room that um uh the tuesday night academy uses on brown university campus and uh and there are some there's like a a filing cabinet a lockable filing cabinet that gets used there and uh so there could be uh there could be some uh records held there um and uh usually um uh you know one of the one of the uh, more senior members of which uh, patterson is one of those more senior members um he either would have the records there or he may uh you know he may do with them as he likes but yeah okay. so
5: Well, I will, I'll, I'll go and take a look. Why not? While, while we're all gathering information that we can. Okay.
2: Uh, so, you, so, Cornelius, you're going to go and check out um, the Tuesday Night Academy
5: uh, office on Brown. Is that what I heard? Yes. If, if Dr. Long's available, great. If not, I'll go by myself. Poke my head in real quick, see if he's done with his calls.
4: And I'm still shouting for cuff that just down the hall. Oh! Oh! Conf- Professor Kadortha! Oh. oh! Is that you? I finally found you. Jesus oh.
5: Christ, that
4: took a while. Yeah, I was just oh. looking for Dr. Long. What's what's going on? Oh, he's, he's making some calls in that direction. <laughs> um, Instead, Wherever he is right now um but uh no, I have some information my uh my friend lake journalist mm-hmm. you know lake um he sent oh, me yes. a- tele- he sent me a telegram and uh I, cause I told him to do some information into our uh beswick and uh, he got back to me with some peculiar information um so about a year ago there was a family of a young girl, and this young girl passed away. Uh, and this family took out a civil suit against Mr. Beswick because hmm. they had planned a cremation, but they wanted to get it changed. And obviously cremations are usually on a schedule. It would be scheduled beforehand. But the reason for the civil suit is she, um, she was cremated early. So they never saw the dead body of their child. Sounds so, so there was no, no way to identify. No, they, they never saw the dead body. It got cremated early, which is rather oh, peculiar. Terrible.
5: Yeah, Any records on the coroner or the doctor? I mean, the, the, the body needs to be identified. This this is, uh, I understand the, the nature of this. Well, the, the body's
4: gone. Perfect. It's been cremated. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's long gone. Whoa. If if he did cremate the body, that is, because obviously we have a few misconceptions with him and the body of our dear friend. And that's why we went there in the first place. But uh Mr. Baxter's body. So maybe there's some correlation. Maybe there's something going on with the dead and Mr. Beswick.
5: Interesting. Why? Yeah, we should we should let everyone know before we we scatter to the wind and uh, have Friday slip by us.
4: Well, I um, well my plan is if well, I know you're okay and you'll you'll go check on Long. I might go see if Zeno is okay. I know he went home. I don't know if I don't know. What oh he yeah, with
5: him. that book. Yeah, he seemed very interested in that.
4: I will go check on him if he if he is a. Sleep or whatever, I will come back.
2: And Zeno, uh, give me a sand roll, please.
0: 98.
2: Lose one point oh. as you are unable to get any rest, any sleep, as your mind keeps replaying the scene from when you were in that uh, office looking out the window and you saw Beswick, uh, kind of moving around almost a little bit of a hop of his movement um, outside there with his, uh, with his hearse and, uh, and there's just something about him that sends a chill down your spine to the point where you're not able to sleep. Your mind is continually returning to that, to that guy and the uh, unanswered questions of, of what is going on with him. You've become fixated on
0: Alan Beswick. I, In, in the, the past years since the original incident, have I done any research that would have given me, I guess the answer is yes to that, at least in part. Um, I need to confirm. I guess that's it for myself. I need to confirm that it's what I think that it is, and so maybe, maybe I'll pay a visit to Mister Beswick just to see if I am not losing my mind, because I'm always afraid that at some point I might actually go crazy. <laughs> so far i'm perfectly normal sure no one saw that coming so i can't sleep i have to go confirm it um i might drive over or have theo drive me over and, i think uh,
2: in the time i think in the time that uh, you awaken from your nightmare as you were trying to rest you probably receive a phone call
0: Oh, okay. Phone rings.
2: Uh, yes. From Professor Cordova.
0: Zebedee. Zebedee, can you hear me? I can't hear you. I think your phone I, is I, muted. I appear to be muted. There uh, seems to be a,
4: a fault in the line. Um. Anyway. Uh, Zeno, no, I just rang to see if you're okay or if you need anything. Huh. I am a little bit of a free agent at the minute.
0: Well, I, I don't really need anything, unless unless you're free right now, and yes, interested I... in a little jaunt.
4: A jaunt where? I, 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 I
0: saw something this afternoon. You probably noticed when we were at the bank that I seemed yes. suddenly distressed. There's a fellow... It works at the funeral place across the street. Um, yes, miss, were, Mr. Were Bestwick, you, yes. Were you there? You saw this, Mr. Beswick.
4: Yes, I have seen. Well, uh, if you're interested in Mr. Beswick, I have some information that might enlighten you. Oh, oh, what but, what information? Well, we can meet. I will come to yours, if or we can meet at somewhere. Well, would you mind picking me up? Oh yes, yes, yes. I will. Um, yes, I.
0: I'll tell you about something that happened to me, but I'll do it in the, in the car as we're driving.
4: Yes, yeah, so I'll be there shortly, and then we can exchange information. All right. Very good. Thank you, Theo. Oh, I need some coffee now.
2: And then I want to solidify uh, what uh, Cornelius is doing. Uh, Cornelius, are you getting a, a research partner?
5: Yeah, I'd like to swing by, see if uh, Dr. Long's available to go to the, uh, to the Tuesday Night Academy's uh, main office and just sort of look around. Uh, I, I'd like his company because he's a member and, you know, I could benefit. We could both benefit from our knowledge of being there, of where to look and such things.
1: Well, I'm happy to take a break from this.
5: Oh, thank you. If you're done with the calls, yes, certainly. I don't want to uh, intrude, but yes. All right, perfect.
1: Well, I haven't, yeah. I haven't tried placing a long-distance call to, uh, to Montana.
5: Uh, we should. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing that site. So much uh, funding went for it, especially from some anonymous uh, investors, too. I'm kind of curious as to why that occurred but um, yeah, it's very maybe we can find out yeah the record shall we yeah let's let's head on and okay. see if we can dig something up also on dimitri maybe
2: all right and uh so i want to start then so we've got cornelius and long going to go and check out the uh tuesday night academy uh office on the brown uh, university campus. So let's start with uh, Mr. Dexter. Uh, Mr. Dexter, what is your, what are you doing today for a follow-up?
3: Um, I'm going to have Mrs. Wilson call Braddock's secretary and set up at least 15 or 20 minutes for a phone call. I'm also going to ask records whether we have ever carried an account for an Edward O'Donnell and what its current status is. Okay. Um, That's the... uh, That's Emmett's former business partner who's crossed off his business cards. Uh, I'd like to know if he's got an active account by any chance. Uh,
2: There is no active account. Um, There is a... uh, closed account... Um,
3: Is it Marcus to reason? Like deceased? uh... Okay.
2: uh yes um uh there is a annotation of deceased on the o'donnell account
3: uh and what's the date on that
2: roughly uh 24 april of 24 so three years ago it's a
3: bit of a yeah a bit ago interesting all right well that clear that clears up part of a matter uh what's uh what's the word from braddock's office about his availability
2: uh give me a credit rating roll please
3: this is mine to fail ah see i join you 96 <laughs> a banker who can't get a phone call through
2: uh, yeah, so uh, you reach out for an appointment and Braddock is not available today, uh, according to uh, the information that you've received, which would have come through uh, Braddock's uh, secretary, um, out of the office today.
3: Mm, yeah, probably fishing. Um, I think that's my entire agenda at the moment was the, that uh, inquiry and that phone call. Uh, I might um, in the afternoon uh, go to a downtown bookstore and see if they uh... no I'm going to send somebody out to buy whatever copies of Weird Tales they can find just to follow up on this Derby fellow
2: okay alright alright so you, you send someone off All right. Uh, to do some shopping for you very good okay um so let's go to uh cornelius and long as they uh arrive onto the brown university campus and um there's the office um and it's like a it's like a side meeting room so um uh, it can be used by a variety of different groups Uh, but there is one uh, six foot tall uh, four drawer filing cabinet labeled Uh, Tuesday Night Academy and it's a lockable cabinet so that uh, others who are using this office for whatever they want it for can't just go rifling
5: through it and and that's the only that's the only is anyone there no one uh, is yeah no one's in it today right now oh okay oh and they're not going to really keep anything that important here I was hoping they'd have more of a privately owned uh, space
2: um hmm. yeah they they use this public space because it's free um but you do know that uh of late the uh like the the secretary uh who would kind of be keeping a lot of this information or managing uh information uh was recently silas patterson
5: That's, so that's the only place and I will oh, of course go and check to see if it's locked I'm sure it's locked yeah
1: <laughs> you don't you don't happen to know how to pick locks do you
5: oh well I have a uh, I might be able to, to give it a go a little bit maybe uh, here take a look at the door there. <laughs> Just kind of curious. I'll put it right back, of course.
4: Oh, oh, wow.
5: Oh, this is so close. I might spend luck. Oh, gosh, this isn't pulp, though. Luck. Oh, Good. Mm. Nine points away from making a one. <laughs> Oh, this is so tempting, but that's a lot of luck. <laughs> no, no, not going to do it. They're, they're not going to keep anything important here.
1: For a moment, when you started to make the roll, I thought you actually had pointed some locks.
5: Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, any ideas? Uh,
1: I don't think you're supposed to hold the pin that way, but I'm not yeah. sure myself.
5: <laughs> Dude, would you like to give it a go? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I actually I would, I would not. All right.
5: Yeah. You don't let's, know any let's Wait. let's
1: push this roll when both of us have a one percent chance. Oh
5: yeah. All right. Okay. This this was yeah. If this is all that's here, this is not going to cough anything up. I think it might be better just to simply go out to Montana and and see what that site's about. But we need to check. I check in with our others. It's very interesting. They found all of the that the new heavenly bodies. Have you read anything about that, Dr. Long?
1: Well, it's it theoretically exists. We just haven't spotted it yet.
5: And that's what they were building that observatory for to have. Um, well,
1: I mean, there's that would be my immediate guess is that this uh, the ninth planet would be what they're after, but uh, it was vague enough that there could be any other celestial uh, body that they could have been looking for. Um, but that that's just the ninth planet comes to mind.
5: What what makes me question it is that um, there are other observatories that could be tasked with looking in that direction I I'm curious as to why they needed to build their own observatory for this well
1: that's why I'm trying to find out as much about this observatory as I can I'm curious what they've been up to all these years yeah
5: So I'll just quickly look. Is there like a... There's not like a key taped underneath the uh, filing cabinet by any chance, is there?
2: (laughs) Negative. All right. All
5: right. Never mind. I'll give it up.
2: Um, You may each give me an idea roll.
5: Boom. Peg that. Hard.
1: 24 is also a hard success for me.
5: Oh, I got a 23. So
2: um, based on the fact that... uh, Uh, you already know because you discovered some Tuesday night Academy meeting minutes that uh, Baxter kept in his home, that if uh, Patterson has been in the recent secretary for the, uh, for the club, it's possible that there may be records in his possession at his home.
1: Which he left this morning. But I don't think I'm a criminal, so.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm not sure I am prepared to.
5: Uh, yeah.
1: Cross that barrier yet in the name uh, of an investigation, but. Oh, same,
5: same here. Yeah, we pretty thoroughly looked through. Uh, um, Phillips' study.
1: Mm. But yeah. I think I know somebody who who, I don't know, might, might be a little more up for a... Sorry.
5: Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> try other endeavors. While
2: well, you guys consider that, we're going to move the camera as, um. uh, as Professor Zebedee picks up Dr. Zeno. From his home
0: you must understand that there are things that we don't understand it's a rather silly thing to say uh, have you ever seen photographs of notre dame cathedral in paris paris uh, yes
4: yeah yes i have
0: There are gargoyles of many different varieties, but some of them are strange, hunched over, mongrel faced monsters looking down on the city. Many years ago, I saw one, I saw it in a cemetery it wasn't a shadow it wasn't it wasn't trying to hide itself i i think it might have been reading a book in any case there it was and i saw it and it looked at me and it sort of waved and i ran for my life I, I since then i've i've not been able to go into any kind of cemetery uh, for fear that, uh, that these things live there and that i'll see them again i don't know what it was some sort of a ghoul uh, some sort of a monster not not unheard of in these parts mm-hmm. there's legends and so forth but i'm telling you in that moment that i looked out the window yesterday that man, looked. he looked like that. He was hmm. not moving right. He was not standing right. He, there was something completely alien about him. And he's running a funeral home. Well. The, the, the legends say that they eat the dead, if we go by the New England legends of ghouls,
4: Well, I, uh, wow, I understand now why you wouldn't go into cemeteries, but I, I'm a little bit more open minded than, as you know, I come to you. So I can, I can be willing to accept it. There might be some other beings, but.
0: But I'm a man given to many fancies and, 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 and wild speculations. We should go
4: there i should see him for sure well i kind of want to as well which kind of well this might find it interesting as you know they no one actually really saw baxter's body we're obviously we're unsure about if he's buried or not but forget about that for a second so i found out from acquaintance of mine lake you might you probably know him and your brother probably knows them as well. But, um, so, a little girl's family was setting up a funeral for this girl, and uh, she was going to get cremated. And they had it all scheduled and everything, but they wanted to change it. They wanted to change it, so... So that she would be buried normally. Yes, but he had cremated her early, and they hadn't even seen the body. He had cremated her early and that makes me wonder did he really cremate the body after your tales i'm a little bit aghast by right? i don't really believe that ghouls could exist but i can be open especially cuz it's you you know and you've opened my mind to a lot of things i have years. i have thought for years and years how i could have
0: been mistaken there is no way i couldn't i know what i saw in plain, plain as, as I'm looking at you right now. Um, no more distant than that, uh, that tree over there. And he was reading a book, did you say? I think so. I was so terrified at the moment. I, I just ran. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. A, a sort of dog-like, I would say. But mostly like those gargoyles. Like, like that Notre Dame. The carvers knew something when they carved those mongrel monsters looking down on the city of
4: Paris. I just need to see for myself. You have intrigued me because let's just say these ghouls exist like I'm being over my and let's say that Alvin you saw him as one of these things. What if he is eating the corpses? As you said yourself in some legends, they eat corpses. What? I I don't know. But Uh, to settle your mind, we should go. You might've been seeing, you might've had a bit too much intake you might have taken in too much.
0: We might also consider that you can't just walk up to somebody and accuse them of something. Oh, we're not and going like, to. like accuse... a fool if we walk oh, up and he's just some poor old boob that doesn't know how to stop the button on a cremation machine. I don't know.
4: Yes, I but this was... A, a, he cremated to, so... uh, like... A couple of days earlier, whatever I'm unsure. Like I'm sure, I'll put in the details of. Uh, I
0: can think of scenarios wherein this might just be completely normal. You know, he the child yes, is yes. scheduled to be cremated, and he's got some free time, so he just does it beforehand.
4: True, very true. It oh, could be, and that's the problem. We don't. I... We're not. To be fair, we're not going to go up to him and go, "Are you a ghoul? Are you I... a gargoyle thing, sir?" We're not going to do that, because, one, that's unprofessional, and two, if he is actually one of these things, he could murder us both, but that's just speculation. Why,
0: Why? what pretense will we have
4: for seeing him? Well, I was hoping you would have an idea, that's why I was... Because I couldn't really just turn up, because I would end up saying something stupid. Has he seen you before? Yes, with Cuthbert and Long, yes. She hasn't seen me before. I could wait outside, but then if something goes awry and inside, I might not be able to... I doubt anything will, because he's probably just an ordinary man and nothing's peculiar at all, so... It's probably all just a... It's all probably... All just a misunderstanding. And then we can all go and have something to drink at the local whatever <laughs> a coffee I've...
0: perhaps we can i have to get it i have to find out for myself you can wait in the car i'll go inside i'll pretend to be looking for a a coffin i'll make some ridiculous demands and then yes.
4: how well i if... just
0: want to see him close up I want to
4: smell him. If you are in danger, how you need to contact me somehow.
2: Well I'll tell them Watch for the building to turn on fire.
4: I'll just just (laughs) just, just, I'll I'll tell
0: him that my friends are waiting for me and that they know where I am. That they're at the bank. And I just thought I'd drop in.
4: Yes, and I'll just keep an eye, and then if I feel like you've been gone too long, I will. And I'll I take my cane. <laughs> ah, yes, that will help you. I shall. Bonk him if he. Uh,
0: maybe you could. To.
4: Maybe you could give him a reading.
0: I don't want him to know, Jesus. Perhaps this is insane, but I I would like you to be there. I'll only be a few minutes.
4: Yes, I'll wait. Out, I'll wait outside. And if you've been gone longer than, let's say, 1015 minutes, I will come in after you. All right. I'll come to check on you. I
0: don't think it'll take me that long to figure it out.
4: We will see. It's probably again, like you said, the cremation, he they settled it out of court. That's all been done now. It's, it's probably just a misunderstanding, a mistake. People make mistakes. We're only human. well done let's go
2: yes okay um i'll stick with this for right now unless uh uh does myron or cornelius and long have uh have another uh investigative push that they want to pursue
3: no i'm just trying to make sense of the poetry of this derby fellow okay uh seems like a lot of nonsense uh and of course um it's most likely that this is the this is the magazine he saw his student reading in class and he took it and since he was already un- unstable uh and taking his brother's uh, sleeping draft this is how his mania began he p- began to put these words and notions into his dream life so, basically, we've got it all resolved, except of course, for the fact that he appeared in protoplasmic form and was murdered at the foot of my bed two days after he died. Just that one little one little gap
2: yep. nothing from Cornelia Shalong so are you guys gonna you you're 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 gonna Re-examine the uh, clues from uh, from Angela's house.
5: Yeah, that would, that seems the best thing. I, I would like to head out to the observatory to get more of an on-hand uh, look at what they're doing. But uh, we need well, to. That's help.
1: what I would like to. I'm planning to arrange such a trip, and I have. I mean, I have more than I have plenty of reason to. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like, okay. My, my so you guys can
2: start easy. You guys can start uh, doing the planning on what it would take—train, sure, you know, the train tickets and whatnot—to start heading out there.
1: And also trying to resist the, the, the crippling urge to go break into Silas's house. I like, know he isn't there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guys ponder that then. Uh, so uh, we'll bring the camera back to uh, Dr. Zeno and uh, Professor Zebedee as their vehicle pulls up in front of uh, the
0: funeral home get out, and I'll take a deep breath and uh, walk inside.
4: While he goes in, I will be keeping an eye on the street, like, the path, and just seeing if I notice anyone that we've seen before coming past, or maybe yeah, just anything like that. I'll be looking for anything. Not out of the ordinary, just something that would pique my interest. All right.
2: All right. Uh, Dr. Zeno, you go in through the front door. Uh, Give me a listen
0: roll, please. 82. I think right now all I can hear in my ears is (sighs) the blood rushing through my head.
2: Right. Uh, So, and the bell tinkles as you open the door, and um, you're in this front area that's got uh, some. I guess I'm not going to sneeze. Um, you, uh, you go in and there's, uh, there's coffins. And so there's a variety of different models. And there's like you know little placards and stuff that talk about uh, some of them and, uh, and whatnot. There's a short hallway that's got a few doors. And then you can tell at the end of that hallway, it kind of opens up to a slightly larger area uh, back there, probably similar in size to the, to the area that you're in now and uh in the far distance uh you hear a voice saying um uh uh, make yourself at home be right there
0: thank you and i'm going to look around i'm not very comfortable with all these coffins it's kind of like being at a a graveyard
2: (laughs) uh so uh in just a couple of moments after that uh here comes this uh gentleman striding in uh he's in he's all dressed all in black um and uh yeah he's 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 walking but there's a little bit of a of a hitch to his gait, almost like he's kind of walking with just a little bit of a skip or something in it um and yeah you see him and it's uh it it shakes you you feel like yeah you can just see like it's like it's just under the surface you can see the 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 hints of the of some of the monstrosity forming
0: something about the eyes
2: something about the teeth something about the eyes the teeth the jawline the his ears are slightly more upswept um it just, uh, yeah. There's something about it, and yeah, there's a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a smell with him. You know, um, maybe it's because he's a mortician, uh, but there is like a smell of of death on him.
0: Uh, you can
2: give me a spot hidden roll.
0: Finally, a seventeen.
2: You do see it's quite small. But you do see a couple of red stains on his
0: lapel. Okay. Uh, good. Good afternoon or morning. Uh, afternoon. Uh, good. Good afternoon. Um, I'm not sure you'd be able to help me. My name is Hassan Azaz, and uh, I uh, I'm not sure. Uh, if you can accommodate what I need. Um, What
2: what can that be?
0: Are are you familiar with um, Arabic uh, death uh, uh, preparation practices?
2: Uh, No, that's not something I've had to prepare, but I can learn and, and read up and be prepared. What What are your needs? Um, I'm sorry for your loss. Who has passed?
0: Uh, it's It's an ant. Uh, um. Per, perhaps I shall. I, I'll I'll find somewhere else that um is is run. You're You're not Muslim, no.
2: No, but uh, please allow me the opportunity to uh, service uh, you and your family's needs. Uh, and he, he does reach out cause it, it seemed like maybe you were turning to, to exit the room. He, he does reach out and not forcibly, but, but as politely as possible, you know, kind of gently puts a hand on your, on your arm. And, uh, and you do notice that, uh, his nails are a little, little longer, a little darker. Oh,
4: uh, oh, uh,
0: that's quite all right. Do you have a card? Um,
2: uh, and, uh, he says, uh, uh, he, he pats his, his pockets. He says, I, I do. Uh, just one sec. I'll be right back. All right. And uh, and so he turns and he goes, Please just wait for me a moment. I will be right back. And uh, he turns and heads back down the hallway that he came up. And as he's heading down the hallway, you can hear uh, a little bit of a <laughs> kind of come out of him, you know, involuntarily. And uh, and you seem to remember that that hyena type of laugh from your uh, previous uh, encounter with uh, such creatures. Give me a sand roll because of that.
0: Okay, and as soon as that's a fail.
2: Uh, okay, uh, roll a d three.
0: Uh, Not three.
2: Okay yeah um in fact uh, you um yeah there's there's a chill down your spine from that from that little bit of an involuntary kind of slippage of his uh well
0: as soon as that happens then i I turn an exit okay yeah I'm not gonna wait for the card So right. I, I just turn an exit and ching, I, ching, ching, I immediately turn and I go straight towards the the car and. What is wrong? uh, 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 Did he do uh, something to you? Get us away from here. Drive, drive, drive.
2: All right. Uh, Zebedee, make a spot hidden.
4: Oh, my God. 99. Awesome.
0: That's fine. (laughs) He's busy looking at me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. To strive. Not, what did you find out?
0: I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it's. 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 It's not human. Maybe it was once human, but it's not human.
4: Well, if he's not human, then he shouldn't be working in a funeral, parlor uh, He should not be working. He like has to make a living. So.
0: <laughs> 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 no, I'm just like. Oh my god. Oh my god.
4: It, it's. 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 It's not a funeral home. It's delicatessen for ghouls. Wait, and and uh, what was his name? Oh, my God. That guy. That Silas. Yes, that's his name. His name just popped into my head again after I just lost him. He was researching, like, eating bodies and stuff like
0: that. I, I, I have to do research then. I have to look.
4: I have to see what I, I can do. I am find. driving, by the way. I didn't get started. Right. right, right. No, no.
2: I got that. Yeah, yeah. You pulled away. You where, pulled away. Where? You didn't notice it, but at you know the camera that was kind of you know uh bird's eye above the above the car, right? So you know, Zeb uh, Zeno gets in and and you guys kind of pull away and so then the camera kind of starts to it's on a crane it starts to come down it's watching the car pull away and then the camera turns and looks at the front uh uh, window store window of the uh, funeral parlor and uh standing in the window watching that your car pull away is uh, alan beswick and he has a he has a hard look on his face and then the camera fades to black
0: said, I told him my name was Hassan Alaz."
4: <laughs> okay, at least, you, at least you didn't give him your real name. Okay, well, what, so if he is your thing that you said, a, a ghoul, did you say? You're calling them ghouls, right? Ghoul, gargoyle, whatever, yes. yes. Oh, God, this means that, did he eat that? I know she was dead, but did he eat that little girl? Did you... Uh...
0: I, uh... I would like you to take me home. Yes, please. I will,
4: yes. Uh, do you mind if I share this with Cuthbert? I, I won't care. share it with Long or Dexter.
0: I don't care. They'll, Long will just think I'm insane.
4: But I will I will tell Cuthbert first, and then we will decide where to go from now. This is... Maybe me and Cuthbert will make our own visit back there.
0: I am profoundly affected by this. For years, I have wondered if I wasn't hallucinating. And now, there it is.
4: Yes. Okay. You'll You'll be fine, Zeno. Do not... Worry. So I'm going to go home and I'm
0: going to climb into bed and pull the covers up. Okay.
2: okay. Camera fades to black with you guys. Uh, uh, Myron Dexter, make an idea roll, please. 19.
0: There's
3: a uh, heart and success, almost an extreme.
2: So thinking about O'Donnell, kind of your mind falling back on O'Donnell, it it stands to reason then if uh, if he is deceased as bank records are annotated that there could be uh, newspaper articles or possibly depending upon un- unknowingly depending upon what the uh, circumstances are around his death there could be um, uh, official you know, authority records of some sort, but uh, it seems it seems uh, reasonable that you should be able to do some kind of of research to uh, to find out more about this O'Donnell character.
3: Yeah, especially since he likely is similar to Emmett in age. So, however he passed would be somewhat noteworthy. Um, uh, I'll ask Mrs. Wilson to give me a number for the um, clippings room with the newspaper.
2: Okay. Um, all right. So she uh, does a little bit of research and she calls back and says, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, the newspaper clipping service uh, they have uh, exclusively contracted with uh, Mr. Baxter, Emmett Baxter.
3: All right. That's his new trade. Or, you know, that's, the, that's what he's pressing. That's very funny. Um, I guess I still have his card. It was, it was to me, he gave it. Um, oh, what am I going to say to the lad? that's a that's a that's a sticky wicket he's got me on right there i'd like you to send me all the records on your partner you murdered is not probably a a, a socially effective approach Uh, all right um so I'm going to uh, phone him and ask if he has any clippings uh, about our mysterious Russian friend. Let me go around sideways a little bit. Okay. That's yes, one Dmitry Rostolov, is it? Rostolov. Yeah. Postolov. My
2: yeah. yeah uh dimitri pasilov yeah uh okay so you want to uh to contact Emmett and um and, and inquire about clippings for that
3: yeah i'm glad having to dip a little bit and say you know it was enterprising of you to send me or to hand me your card at your father's wake. Uh and I am curious about something.
2: Yeah. Uh sure. What's uh what's going on? How can I help you?
3: Well, there's this Russian immigrant, uh Dmitry Pakslov is his name. Uh and he sort of breezed into town. And uh, you know this uh Tuesday night organization that your father familiar founded. Yeah, I know. Um I'm curious about, you know, what you could, what public records we have on this uh, Paslov fellow, what his background is, if he's shown up in the newspaper, uh, if he's got any known associates, that sort of thing.
2: Okay, yeah, I could, uh, I could uh, uh, do some research on that. It'll probably uh, be a couple of days to uh, get that put together and and uh, and back to you.
3: I understand uh, you're you're running the business on your own now, are you?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, a it's, a I've got a lot of runners and, and a lot of, uh, um, you know, um, junior men who, who, uh, do a lot of the clipping and collections for me, but, uh, uh, managing all this, uh, data is, uh, is a full-time job for sure.
3: Yeah. You used to have a partner, didn't you?
2: Uh, you can make a, uh, psychology role. As he, as the line pauses and he says, Yes.
3: 37 is a success, a regular.
2: Okay. Be sure to tick those skills when you're successful. Mm -hmm. He says, Yes.
3: Did you guys have a falling out or? um...
2: No, no. Nothing, nothing quite so dramatic as a, as a, interpersonal conflict it was uh it was a tragedy really it was uh, uh poor mr o'donnell uh, passed away
3: was he a young man like yourself
2: uh, no no he was a he was senior uh, you know this was a business that uh that he was in and, and brought me in as a as a partner but um but you don't want to hear all that 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 doesn't mean anything to you
3: no, it but, was uh, it was it illness or accident
2: uh it you know uh it it was a tragic accident i, I don't recall the exact uh, circumstances around it but uh yeah'
3: I'm, I'm sorry to pry i don't mean to be rude um did he bring you in because your your background in law
2: uh, how do you know i have a background in law
3: Mm, you know Just I was uh, ch- chatting with Braddock the other day.
2: Oh right right. yeah listen um you know things are pretty busy around here. Let me uh, yeah. uh, let me work on this uh, request for you uh, Pazilov, sure first name Dimitri
3: uh, Monday will be fine uh, and uh, this is my number This is Mrs. Wilson's number at the bank. Uh, she can handle any inquiries you have. Uh, and if you just want to have a delivery fellow drop, uh, you know, uh, some photo stats off, that'd be
2: fine. Certainly, certainly.
3: Thanks very much, I'm I'm sorry again for your loss. And I'm glad you're, uh, you know, bootstrapping yourself into success.
2: Sure you are. Click.
3: <laughs> touchy, touchy.
2: Uh, Cornelius, Dr. Long. So, you guys have uh come up dry, couldn't get into the uh filing cabinet. And Patterson, Patterson, he's not at home. So, what do you guys do?
5: Well, yep, certainly not a hoodlum. I'm not going to uh just break into any person's home. I mean, maybe, maybe a filing cabinet to see what's inside. That's that might be be hidden. That helps our investigation. But a home goes too far. That's that's the providence of the police or investigators, not us. Doctor Long, thoughts, feelings.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 right with you. To stoop to such a uh, to such a level you know, when it's just so open and vulnerable and probably has clues.
2: (laughs) That lamb's throat is fully extended and exposed right now. Uh, So uh, are you guys going to just be there and available when uh, Zebedee shows up? Yep. Yeah. Guess what? Zebedee shows up.
5: Zeb!
4: well cup
5: we still have one of the biscuits left over from uh, angela's the other day
4: oh yes yes you uh, want to split it yes yeah definitely we need it and get some tea and coffee in and we sit around the table have i got a tale to tell, to tell well, you me?
1: know i know a great place with some excellent biscuits tea and coffee if we want to go there
4: No, because she wants want us to stay for tea, and I do not want to. All right, because she will just pinch my face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's just assume we've gone and got coffee or whatever. We're sat around a table. I've decided I'm going to tell Long anyway now, so <laughs> comfort Long. So I went to Zeno, and I filled him in. Actually, Long, you don't know. I, I fill Long in about the girl. And...
1: Oh.
4: But anyway, so I went with Zeno. Zeno is... He had a traumatic experience a long time ago. But I won't get into it. It is up to him to tell you to himself. And honestly, Long, you don't believe in his tarot stuff anyway. You probably won't believe it. So we drive to Beswick's and I wait outside. Zeno goes in and he comes back out and he confirms that the thing that he saw so many years ago, Beswick is one of these creatures. Should I say, goon.
1: You could also probably say goblin, fairy, gnome, leprechaun.
4: Gargoyle.
1: Gargoyle.
4: Mm. But that's, that actually, because in Legends, and I'm a big fan of myths and legends, uh, Cuff, but you, you've seen my uh, bit in the paper. Yes, you read Oh a yes. lot of Yes, I write a bit on myths and legends. And this, I'm surprised I haven't written about a ghoul before, but as Zeno filled me in, ghouls, they feast on like, flesh. And what do we know so far about flesh? We know that uh, Silas was looking into cannibalism and stuff like that. And we also know there are two bodies unaccounted for. One that was burnt early, and one we are not sure is actually in a coffin. And we've got a man who is possibly, we'll call him a cannibal just to, for you long, or I won't go around calling call him a ghoul, I won't be, but a cannibal running a funeral parlor, possibly, because I did not see what Zeno saw, so I waited in the car.
1: You're starting to sound like some of that a um, Edward Pickman Derby poetry.
4: Yes, maybe it a is. A
1: cannibal running a funeral
5: home. Well, I'm sure there's a, a good explanation of it. I mean, that's what the Tuesday Night Club uh, Academy is all about, is, is to look into odd oddities and, and find the, a rational scientific explanation. Perhaps, maybe this individual uh, does eat or do something unsavory with uh, with dead. these corpses. And yes. It could be interpreted by some.
1: He did not like us asking about Baxter at all.
4: And And Silas
1: didn't either. Um, Not that we were the most, uh, I say, professional about it ourselves, but...
4: The problem with this, though, yes. uh, I think in this case, unprofessionalism is okay if this is true. But the fact is, we know that Silas was looking into this. And we now, well, I suspect and Zeno suspects, that this man is eating corpses, possibly, or whatever, or whatever he might not be. It could be a whole misunderstanding. Zeno could have been seeing. He, it could have just been affecting him, and he just saw what he wanted to see. Who knows? But just well, Zeno. What if he is? Zeno's
1: yeah. assertions. i a little. I'm skeptical. You must understand, but yes. I mean. Mr. Dexter's discussions of his visions. Um, you know, he doesn't strike me as a superstitious type. This is all.
4: We need to look into uh, Silas. I've been more. reading too
1: much of that poetry. Uh, well,
4: now, d- think... didn't, w- d- didn't one of you, you, you mention you
5: have a, uh, a friend that's a, a detective, correct?
4: Yes, yes. A detective, and could, I have a reporter they... friend.
5: Could they look down the route of seeing if there's any other stories uh, or or complaints about missing bodies or things from Alvin's funeral?
1: Well, I I would think that your reporter friend would have found all of that. That's what they were looking into. That's what they were looking for, the the one story. And I mean, this is what what my friend Benning does for his his living. I couldn't in good conscience, keep asking him for, for favors without without yeah. paying him. So the, uh... Now, of course, it is through his, his efforts that um, we note that Silas owns, he uh, acquired some farm property recently north of the city, but he's currently out of town, but he didn't go towards his farm property. He went south.
4: He has property, extra property. Yes, yeah, well, so apparently could be uh,
1: he's no longer with Brown.
4: Hmm, that's and that explains his absence
1: or for health reasons,
4: is what was would, stated. Would paying his farm a visit? He He's not there, but surely there'd be some uh, people working there. Surely, if it's a, something.
1: Well, we'd not entirely, not it entirely. Could be a sure. running farm. I haven't gone up there, Bennings didn't go up there.
4: Um, it's something to add to the chess, well, to the board of whatever
1: it's yes his his behavior is a little interesting i mean his i guess this whole new cannibalism angle it's, is, is it not, interesting to think about yes <laughs> i'm not saying sure. it's
4: true i'm just saying that i don't fully believe it but i i'm more open to the ideas of zeno so i am open to the fact that this could be real and i would rather treat it as if it is real And be wrong, then treat as if it's not happening, and then it's actually happening and it's right, and we've let more innocent people suffer or innocent families suffer. The dead aren't really suffering after all, but
1: well, I mean, if you believe if you're opening your mind to that kind of thinking, then you have to keep in mind that uh, the visage of uh, Baxter that Dexter saw seemed to be in quite a bit of distress and pain, even though he'd been dead for two days.
4: True. That is true. But, so, you're saying Silas is a farmhouse. Silas has, we know that Silas has connection to Beswick. So, I feel like if we don't, we could even pay another visit to the funeral parlor and see if we can press, get a reaction or something. I don't know how. <sighs> That's if I mean more of a reaction.
1: More, more of a, re- a reaction. I mean, what are you going to go in and do this time? You're going to go accuse him directly of being a cannibal? I mean, no, 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 would...
4: no. Again, we don't have. I we don't. I don't have a proper cause to go there. I can't just go in spouting nonsense. He could just get the police involved, saying I'm a madman, and get me. Right,
1: and and he saw. Tickets. I mean, if he was looking out out the window at you as he was as you mentioned. Uh, we, uh, we
4: don't know that. We don't know that. I didn't see Oh, that. Oh, that was a... Uh, yes, we don't know that. It was a cutscene. That was well, a cutscene of a... What are you on you, about, Fred? Something
1: something you should have noticed if you rolled better. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fredo, can you see into the future? Apparently, I, I'm, <laughs> the seeing, pass,
1: I'm seeing something. I guess this is what Zeno would call a vision of things that <laughs> did not Oh, do not there's, the, um,
4: there's the farm. There's the farm and then the
1: observatory. There's the observatory. Yes.
4: Have you guys come up with anything? There's
1: there's Silas' flat. um...
2: As you guys are kind of actively thinking about Silas Patterson, I'll let all three of you uh, have an idea roll since all three of you are uniquely positioned to kind of have this info okay is, is
4: a regular. regular pass yes so it regular.
1: also
2: it also dawns on you guys that uh that since silas is a former professor at brown that uh um, dr harold englehart who's the one of the administrators of the university he was also at the funeral so you know you guys have have uh, seen him before and clearly uh cornelius and zebedee know him well and and uh, long probably is uh, uh you know knows of him uh you know through connections but that uh um you know Inglehart probably um knows the ins and outs on why silas is uh, no longer with the university um,
5: that's right silas glared at Englehart at the at the funeral
4: I believe. Yeah. Maybe we should pay him a visit then.
5: Yeah, Hinklehart with that with that glare might actually talk. Might actually be willing hmm. to, to cough up a little clue or two.
4: I would suggest maybe long do the speaking as he's a bit more less likely to cause a disturbance and make up some lies. But we should go and well, uh, find him.
1: All right, we'll lead the
5: way.
4: Yes. Uh, oh, oh, yes. You, you you, don't know your way around here very well. How,
5: how's Zeno, though? you He sounded traumatized from all the way Shouldn't we check in on him?
4: He's gone to rest. What, we'll, what I will do is I'll ring his brother later and see how he's doing. But we'll wait till later.
1: We should also pr- touch base with with dexter
4: yes
5: yeah i agree he he's probably has some information too we we need to keep all together and, should and we, piece this together
4: should we check on dexter now before we go and speak to before we go and locate engelhardt it's up to, it's up oh, to yeah. you I mean,
1: we're, we're already here let's speak with Engelhart first but then okay. go pay a visit uh, to the bank, uh, their normal business hours should be over shortly anyway. Might be easier yeah, sure. to get a hold of him.
4: Okay. Then. To Engelhart we go. And I lead the way. All right. So,
2: you guys want to go and see uh, Englehart in his office? Yes. Group luck roll. Who's got the lowest luck?
4: I have 50. I have 60.
2: 68. Long it is. Shouldn't be too hard.
1: Well, you think that. But <laughs> with 95, it turns out... <laughs> it's Thanks
4: incredibly these difficult. 90s. <laughs> these 90s, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Someone needs to add how many 90s we've had in this game. <laughs> in this session i mean it's
1: been at least four or five <laughs> like over that 95 is. it's been really bad
2: so as you guys get to Inglehart's office um the uh the secretary is not at her desk the uh the door that goes into Inglehart's office is open and you can hear someone in there um uh, doing something
4: i'll knock on the side of the door hello
2: okay yeah you knock on the side of the door and uh you hear a young woman's voice going uh yes what hello hold on i'll be right there hold on and uh and so the the young woman the secretary is uh, uh coming uh towards you and she's got a um uh a towel and she's also got like a stack of napkins and they're all soaking wet with a brown liquid uh and she's and she goes over to a to a waste bin and is throwing them all into the waste bin yes uh hello what's going uh, how may i help you
4: whoa, whoa, um are you okay what what oh i'm no nice?
2: i'm i'm fine uh um uh, dr Engelhart just uh, spilled his entire coffee on himself and uh is uh just left to go and change his clothes he, he went back to his uh quarters you guys know that englehart being of this upper level um uh faculty has uh on campus housing so uh he doesn't actually live that far away but uh she says uh yeah no he just spilled coffee all over himself and uh so i'm just trying to clean this mess up
4: damn we really needed to speak to him
1: is it is it possible um to get a uh a meeting scheduled with his on uh, his normal office hours
2: uh certainly certainly well hold on let me just uh take care of this and she throws those you know coffee soaked uh napkins and that towel away and starts getting herself readied uh so she's you know, like looking at her blotter you know which has got the calendar and everything on it and uh she's looking and says Uh, okay okay um let me see here and she's flipping through a rolodex and she's like okay um yeah so uh it looks like uh i could get you scheduled for a a half hour meeting um it'll be uh two weeks from monday will that be all right
1: two weeks is there are you sure there's nothing sooner
4: Yes,
2: Dr. Engelhardt's a very busy man. I'm so sorry. Can, sure, can I
5: could. look in his office and see if he likes, has, a, I don't know, Is maybe we can get an idea of something that he might, does he have like a favorite bottle of liquor that he has sitting in there? Maybe we could...
2: Well, yeah, 19, so there's no liquor on display in in the university in 1927.
5: Oh, that's right, yeah.
2: None on display.
5: No, no cigar box or anything we can try to... Maybe
1: a new shirt and tie.
4: (laughs) You could fit something in sooner, surely. And I kind of put the hand on the desk. I'm a little bit trying to so she she, she, goes, bit, she she does this she 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 does this she says
2: little. Mm, let me look and while looking at you dead in the eyes she just draws her finger on the blotter and goes nope <laughs> two weeks from monday
4: damn it it's, it's, it's the war that did it to me not the man i used to have be. you had me going there for a second good look yes
1: all right well thank you thank you so much um uh, pencil pencil me in why not uh uh, Dr. Frederick Long of Biskatonic University.
2: Oh, Dr. Long, certainly, and so she's she's writing you in on the blotter.
4: Out, out of game. Do we know where he lives exactly?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's it's walking distance. He's just he's just down that way. His house right. is just down that way.
4: So once we booked in and started walking off, if everyone is okay, walking off like maybe Mr. Uh. This-
1: Zebedee.
4: Yes. It seems unprofessional, but maybe we should disturb him at his. This is rather important.
5: Yeah, Pete's breaking and entering.
4: It's not like we're going to break in and knock out the poor man and interrogate him (laughs) or anything. We just want to go. We're just going to go. It's not outside the bounds of
2: reality, though. I mean.
4: We're just gonna, we're just gonna go there. We're gonna see if he doesn't want to speak to us. That is fine, but maybe I can use my charms, which sadly didn't work on his secretary there. Yeah,
1: please, uh, please don't try your charms on uh, Doctor Engelhart. <laughs> it's
4: been a while, okay? The war changes people. <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not the young man I used to be.
0: Well. Let's,
1: let's get in contact with with Myron. And perhaps with Zeno and then decide where to go from there.
4: Well, if you guys contact Myron, check on him and I will contact Zeno. Well, probably his brother if Zeno is still awake, asleep. And I'll check on Zeno. Vehicle. Perfect.
2: Alright, so you guys are going to make those uh, telephone calls? Okay, so you can go to, like, the student union and uh, and make calls from public phones there. All right, who's contacting, uh, who's calling uh, Myron?
1: I suppose I, I will. Um...
2: Do you just get him up to speed on what uh, y'all have just done?
1: Yes, so... Yeah, the information that we've learned. Um, trying to see if they, if Myron, if, if Myron's done anything today, any further investigating. What his current thoughts are, given the update with the Zeno strange experience with the funeral home.
4: Mm. Uh.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Um what i what i've learned is that uh emmett's business partner is dead that he's really testy kid when you ask him anything about the past uh you know for a prospective client and a and a, a powerful individual in the community he did not treat me very well so there's something to dig up there as far as englehart's concerned and that two weeks thing you know I'm i'm on the board of trustees and i will lean on him We'll see him Monday at the latest.
1: Okay. Well, I, I greatly appreciate that.
3: You know, uh, that's uh, very rude behavior indeed on his part. I don't know, and I'm not sure he knows what he's screwing around with. Um. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get Braddock yet. Uh, like okay. likewise a uh, Stonewall. Um, but he's a judge, not just some you know twerp professor.
1: That's true. It's very interesting that, uh, I mean, about everything with the past with Emmett. I mean, even you're bringing up his law background, not just his dead partner. He very, very skittish indeed.
3: Yeah, the kid's got a lot to hide. Um, doesn't mean he did anything wrong. Uh, what a family, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm moved that. Um, I'm going to have uh, a couple people in and set up my front parlor uh, as a place that we can all meet regularly so that we don't have to worry about bank hours. Uh, And I think we should convene tomorrow, I don't know, late morning um, and make a regular habit of setting up a sort of command center there so we all have the same materials to look at and so on. I've been reading the screwy poetry. It's Uh, fun, isn't it? Yeah, it makes my eyes cross, practically. I'm trying to I'm trying to correlate anything any words or phrases that match from the dream journal to uh, the poems.
1: I, I I flicked through that book you got from uh, Father Julian. There was there was a couple of um, words there. If you have that with you, uh, I think that might be a better comparison for the uh, the poetry.
3: Yeah, the doctor's got a hold of that, which might be why he's um, seeing ghosties around the corner. It's a screwy book, even looking yeah. through it for a minute.
1: I mean, the, the poetry's made me a little more inclined to to think about these things, which I suppose it's, that's the purpose of such fantastical texts. But I, uh,
3: yeah. I admit, too, that the, uh, the lawsuit about the missing cremated, non-cremated girl is a little bit suggestive.
1: Yeah, it does. Does inclined uh, thinking in a certain direction. That's for sure.
3: Uh, so your PI lost uh, our mysterious friend Silas going away from his country house,
1: away from his home here in Providence, his his apartment,
3: with a packed bag,
1: with the packed bag, heading south as his property is north of of Providence, but he went somewhere south
3: i really don't like the fact that everybody we want to talk to is leaving town
1: yeah yes that's a it's a troubling trend
3: um all right i'm gonna um uh, if anything comes up i'll i'll uh oh, where are you staying
1: i'm staying at the biltmore
3: all right um And I take his room number. I'll I'll uh I'll be in touch there, and 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 I give him my home number. It's probably a delightful like P Y six two nine. Um. Uh, if you tell the other fellows, um. But I'm gonna expect you uh, at at my place address here, ten eleven tomorrow.
1: Yes, that that sounds reasonable. Thank you so much.
3: Very good.
1: Thank you.
2: Zebedee, has your phone call to Dr. Zeno?
4: Yes, I will ring. I don't know who will pick up there, but I will ring. Greetings, fellow traveler
0: and uh, special person. Uh, the mystical Dr. Zeno is resting at the moment. This is Teddy Buns. Can I help you? Uh Teddy, it's uh, Zebedee. Oh, Zebedee. Yes, uh, oh, sorry about uh, that. That's what he makes me say every time somebody calls. Okay, um, what's up? No, actually it was What what
4: what went on earlier? He's in there he's in his room crying. Oh um well you know about his experience, don't you? The cemetery experience. Is that again? Yes. Uh, Did
0: he get stuck in a graveyard?
4: No. Uh, the man who owns a local funeral parlor is possibly the same, well, not the same thing, but a similar being to what mm. he saw that night. Anyway, right. I was just really ringing to see how he's doing. Is he okay? Is he still?
0: Um, I think I don't hear him sobbing in there right now. I think he's probably finally falling asleep. He didn't stay he stayed up all night reading a stupid book.
4: what book? I got it right oh.
0: here. It says oh. um Book of e- I-, e I B O N.
4: Ah. Okay. Ibon, Ibon. Yes, the book of I yes, I I recall him mentioning that book. Um, Looks kind of old. Tell Zeno when he awakens yeah. I will come and pick him up. In the morning, so we can regroup.
0: All right, all
4: right. Um, anything else? Uh, no, no. I just are all you right. okay? Do, do you
0: have your your regular reading on Tuesday.
4: Yes, yes, yes. That's the maybe I might need to book in an extra reading just to get a few things off my mind. Okay,
0: know. all right. Say hi to everybody.
4: Bye. Yes, I would. Have, bye.
2: Um, So as we as we begin to bring this chapter to a close, um, Frederick Long is at the Biltmore. And he's in his hotel room uh, after supping and is, uh, uh, you know, kind of calming down for the evening when uh, his room phone rings.
1: Uh, this is Doctor Long.
2: Frederick, it's me, Bennings. All right, Bennings. Hey, uh, I just heard through uh, through my connections. Um, they just saw, they just found uh, Silas's uh, car. What? Long. If I, if if the reports are to be believed. Silas Patterson is dead. And we'll, we'll bring it to a black. We'll fade to black there.
0: Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Stuart Lightley, Josh Harwood, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as the keeper of the secrets. We have a discord server where you can chat with our members. You can set up private games and you can learn the fighter art of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We currently are producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved in the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. You can, have, you can find a link in the description below. Hmm.